Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the health of Girl Scout cookies, soy, and the new Republican health care law. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. I don't need no... Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Fit Club. Uh, I'm your host, Shaka Smith. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shaka Strong, and I am joined by a guest co-host, uh, Rob Thompson. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at, at GetFitByRob. Awesome. So thank you for joining us. Uh, Fallon is out this week. Uh, she's having her birthday week, and she's out on vacation having a good time. So it's great to have you in. Uh, thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. So um, absolutely, man. Um, we got a bunch of interesting stories, right? Yeah, some really interesting ones. Good wow. ones. Wow. Um, I don't know. What should we start? You know, let's start with healthcare. You know, definitely. That's something we can still do something about. Right. <laughs> um, I thought this was interesting. So. We all know that the, the new Republican health care plan, they want to repeal and replace and the whole jazz. Right. And so the CBO, which is like an, interpe- um, an independent board, mm-hmm. just kind of analyzed the, um, analyzed the, the, the health care plan, a- analyzed right. the bill. And they found that we will, 24 million people will be left uh, um, uninsured mm-hmm. by 2026 as a result. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? You know, it's, when I first read it, I was like, those numbers can't be right, mm-hmm. you know, especially from a, a program that we're, that's cur- currently in place. Yeah. It may not be 100%, you know, accurate, but at least we have a program in place. Yeah. So to repeal it and then replace it and then more people over the years, we have way more without health care. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, I, n- I never understood repeal and replace. Like, if... They seem seem to identify particular problems with Obamacare. Why exactly. not fix those? Exactly. You know, rather than like having to repeal an entire Correct. administrative law. And so, it looks like even if this goes through, 14 million people will be left uninsured by next year. Right. And so, the, and the rest of 10 million will come over the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. For listeners out there, I always encourage people to pay attention. You know, I feel like people when they voted didn't really pay attention to this issue Correct. as much. Correct. And I feel like even now, people may not pay attention as much as they should be. Correct. Um. You know, it, it's so important because we do affect, you know, these things have an effect on our lives. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, a couple of the different things they wanted to do um, with the new law is instead of using subsidies, have tax credits. Mm-hmm. What, what did you think about that subsidy versus tax credits? Well, I actually, I, I was reading that, and it said that, you know, the tax credits that we currently have in place with Obamacare, um, that will actually decrease with this new plan. Oh, wow. You know, and from, you know, for people and, you know, families and, you know, business owners, you know, like myself, you know, to pay your own insurance, you know, without a program in place is very expensive. Yeah, and a subsidy is like, you're going to get that up front, you know. Right. So if you're subsidizing my health care, I'm not paying anything at all. Right. Um, Or, you know, some small portion versus Mm -hmm. a tax credit where I have to pay up front, I get that money back in my taxes. Correct. So if you have low income and you can't even afford it in the first place, that's not going to really be of a help to you. At all. Something I thought was interesting, and remember, all this stuff is completely independent, because mm-hmm. I, I think people probably think it's partisan, but it's not. It's, you know, it's by this independent board. Right. And they found that if you're elderly and you're making what? I want to say you're 64 years old and you're making mm-hmm. $26,500 a year, that under Obamacare, you pay about $1,700 for health care for the year. Exactly. Versus under the, the new potential plan, 14600 mm-hmm. So that would mean you were making 26000 and are paying 14000 in health care alone. alone. And so what this really does is it kind of jacks up um, the health insurance for those who are old, like elderly and not making that much money. And Absolutely. I feel like that's who you should be taking care of the most. Absolutely. Well, um, hopefully we all just kind of pay attention to this issue. We lobby mm-hmm. as senators. Um, I just think it, it's crazy because w- without health care, you get, you get inefficiency in the system. Correct. That's more people out of work, more people taking off time to go 
deal with their health afterwards, exactly. after a cancer diagnosis, right. rather than before. So um, this was an interesting topic, but um, hopefully we'll see how it pans out. We'll it looks see. like it's lost a lot of support from Republicans Depo- and Democrats exactly. as well. So everyone has questions about it now. Yeah, you know, so it's it's real troubling, especially like you said with the with the senior population. You know, when I saw that example, I'm like, so that's basically half of your income for the year you have to pay in health care. Yeah, and you're only you're only making twenty six thousand, exactly. so it's not like you know you're making a million, you're paying five hundred thousand, exactly. you still got another five hundred thousand. But so I just I hope you know I hope both parties get together and really try to figure it out and come up with a plan, um, yeah. you know, to help all of us. Yeah, because I think I think we forget that we're so focused on our fitness that we forget fitness and health, and exactly. you know even politics can then affect how you go about your daily life and how you're living and affect your actual health. Correct. Uh, crazy. Um, but on to somewhat more of a happier topic. Yes, um, we got Girl Scout cookies. Uh oh. <laughs> do you have a favorite? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what's your favorite? Shortbread. I'm uh, nice. <laughs> what about yours? Uh, mine was always the Samoas, but I uh, went vegan. That's and right. I cannot have the Samoas. Uh-huh. Um, but these guys, um, this group kind of compiled the nutritional information mm-hmm. for all of these. Um, the diff- I didn't, there were more Girl Scout cookies than I knew existed, actually. Exactly. I didn't realize that they actually made different cookies, recipes, in different parts of. You know, the United States geographically, yeah. I'd never realized it. No clue. Right. Um, so, uh, logging in at the healthiest is Savannah Smile. So, you heard of that one? I, I never heard of Actually, no. Uh-uh. I've heard of the shortbread, so I guess you were good on the shortbread. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's what shortbread is about 30 calories. Savannah Smile is another 28 calories. Mm-hmm. Looking about 23, between 19 and 23 grams of carb- carbohydrates. And that's for, I believe, Savannah Smiles. You get five cookies for that serving. Oh. And for the shortbread, you get four cookies. Were you having just four? So four. Oh. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends on what I did that day to work out. But, um, man, so four cookies. So how many how many uh, minutes I need to burn that off? Oh, well, that's a good question. So what they also did was they compiled how long mm-hmm. it would take. So I think that's, what, 30 minutes of a brisk walk. For four cookies. Yeah, for four cookies, which isn't that not bad. Too bad. You're probably walking throughout the day anyways, exactly. briskly. Right. Um, well, <laughs> well, I like our Thin Mints because I realize Thin Mints uh-huh. are vegan. So I've been you know, kind of piling on those. Right, right. Um, looking at 40 calories and 29 minutes on the elliptical. That's not so bad. Not too shabby. That's your warm up. Yeah, exactly. So not, not too, but that's only if I'm having the four. The four. Yeah. Exactly. So let me underscore that. This is if I have four cookies, I get 29 minutes in the elliptical. Now, how many do you usually have in a sitting? I, I don't know how many is in the sleeve, <laughs> but I at least have a sleeve of cookies. Uh, for our viewers out there, let me give you the healthy ones, or at least in my mind. So there's five vegan cookies. It's thin mints are vegan. Um, peanut butter patties, which I haven't tried. I really want to try that now. All right. Um, toffee tastic. Hmm. Um, thanks a lot. Oh, actually, not toffee tastic. Thanks a lot. Lemonades and s'mores um, are vegan. The wow. toffee tastic is gluten free, mm-hmm. along with the trios are gluten free. Wow. So, if you guys are into veganism, you, you, you have some really bad Girl Scout cookies to contend with. It might cost you some time at the gym, but um, it may be worth it. It may be worth <laughs> it. But I, I did like that we have some solutions. If you're like me and you cannot, you know, stop yourself from overeating. Exactly, portion control. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Do you ever do that? So one of the big suggestions was to take the Girl Scout cookies and then mm-hmm. put the like the four cookies in a bag, like different bags, and so that whenever you grab the Girl Scout cookies, you're only grabbing a portion of them. Exactly. Have you done that with uh, like yes. your own meal prep? Uh-huh. <laughs> just to make it easy, just yeah. so you know you won't overeat. Yeah. Like, so you kind of get to enjoy it a little bit, but don't overindulge. I'm just too lazy, and I, and I just know that I'm going to probably bust <laughs> open those other bags anyway. <laughs> so right I'm like, why am I, why am I torturing myself? Um, but you know, like, like we said, you know, you work out hard, you eat clean. 
clean 90% of the time if you want to have four yeah. Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. I'm not doing it every day. I'm having right. like once in a blue moon. You uh-huh. know? But it is Girl Scout cookie <laughs> season. So. It is. <laughs> um, they said no mindless eating, which is just sort of sitting mm-hmm. there and eating. I guess eat with some sort of purpose where you know you're going to savor the cookies and right, enjoy right. them. Um, brush your teeth and use mouthwash. I thought that was a good one. Hmm. Because I, I do find myself... The remnants are still That's there, and I want lingering. some more. Exactly. <laughs> the flavor's still there. Yeah. Right, right. Have you ever used that? Actually, I haven't. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that. What I've done is, like, you know, I do apple cider vinegar anyways, but sometimes uh-huh. I'll have that to get the taste of something really sweet out of my mouth so I don't crave it anymore. Right, but right. But I should just be brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you take the shot of apple cider vinegar, do you do it straight, or do you um, no, add with, a little water with to the water, it? with the water. Because I told Fallon about it, and uh-huh. she was taking it straight, and I was Brushing, like, no, yeah. Right, add a little water to yeah, it. Yeah, bad for the esophagus. Exactly. <laughs> Not too good. Bad Correct. for the teeth. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Good call. Um, they had the freeze for later, the Thin Mints, which I can get on board with, because mm-hmm. they're so good when you really? freeze them. I never had them before. Oh, uh, Thin Right. You've never like had a period? No, the actual cookie itself? Yeah, you freeze it. I've never had it. What? Yeah. You've never had Am I missing out? Uh-uh. It's like a staple. Really? Yeah. I mean, do okay. they sell them in whatever region? <laughs> in Dallas? I, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming so. Oh, my God. Yeah, Thin Mints are... Okay. And I'll be looking out for the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> and the one good thing you can always do is give a box away, because, you know, it's all about sharing and... So when you, when you buy the four or mm-hmm. five at the supermarket, go ahead and give some away to grandma, maybe to your, your co-host here. <laughs> right. I got you. Thin minutes. Let me write that yeah, down. Let me so make a note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this was um, pretty cool because it, it, it's so hard when you see those girls and you they look like they're about to cry and they're right. asking you to buy the boxes. So like, you okay. have to give in. How do I stay healthy while I do exactly. this? Exactly. <laughs> um, so we had some um, a couple of other interesting stories, a little bit more serious, um, not quite as light. Now, this... Um, this next study kind of focused on the way black people are perceived. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had this, but I, I always get, oh, man, you're so big, you're so huge. Right. I never feel that I'm that much bigger than the people that are telling me how big I am. I agree. And so uh, tell us a little bit about this this new uh, study. Well, you know, I found it real interesting because um, when I was reading the article, and say even, you know, black men, you know, appear bigger um, by the people that were, you know, going through the trial, but not only, but the when the black people actually looked at the men, they didn't see them as being a threat. Yeah. You know, so I found that very interesting that we didn't feel threatened by our own, but others did. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting that we, we also thought we were bigger. <laughs> you know? True. That sort of that, like, bias. Right. Um, so they, they looked at, what is it, the American Psychological Association looked at 950 online participants. Mm-hmm. And they found that the majority of these people, when they looked at people of the exact same size, right. they thought black men were bigger and stronger. Which normally sounds like a good, you know, I was right. like, oh, this is great. You know, I like when people perceive me being stronger. <laughs> um, but the other flip side to that was uh-huh. they also thought they were more menacing, more violent, and if there was a police altercation, um, the police would be more justified in using force. And mm-hmm. so I think we see some of that trickling into our society, obviously. Right, right. And so I thought that was interesting. But very yeah. interesting that blacks also thought they were bigger and stronger, just didn't feel they were more violent. Exactly. Or menacing. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, we, with the, in this climate that we're living in now, we had the Michael Browns, the Tamir Rices. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's so good for a study like this just because it helps us reevaluate, kind of check our own biases. Exactly. And so um, I know you're big now, but I know that yeah, <laughs> a lot of the work you, you have done has been with March of Dimes, and you yourself were premature. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. Um, you know, so that's really how it just, you know, resonates, resonates with me and, you know, being three months early and, you know, weighing one pound. Um, you know, that's why every day I'm thankful that I can actually work out and 
also just help others, you know, live a healthy lifestyle and um, train hard because, you know, it's, you know, it's, it can't be taken for granted. Yeah. You know, so it's it's good that, you know, with the foundation, I, I love to kind of reach out and read the stories and um, just kind of spread, you know, what I've found um, with the with the families and parents that I have, have had premature children to let them know that no matter how small that their kid may be, yeah, they will be okay and they will live a functioning, healthy life. Yeah. Um, you know, just because, you know, the doctor said there's going to be a lot of birth defects and things wrong with me, won't be able to walk. Wouldn't be able to hear. Oh, wow. be, yeah, I wouldn't be able to see. They said, um, um, you know, that I would be deaf. So, you know, I thank God every day that I actually can physically yeah. move, you know. So, you know, that's really what, you know, drives me every day to keep training hard and, you know, helping others and yeah. try to be an inspiration to them as well. That's awesome. And and now you're at this point where you can be perceived as bigger than the next guy. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Not big as you, man. I'm yeah. trying, but not big as you. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Um so we got some other interesting stories. Uh, I want to save the last one. I'm going to save the soy story for last because that's been such a long debate that we've had. And I have some questions for you about that one. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. Um, now we go to artificial sweeteners. Um, we know there's so many different sweet um, alternatives to sugar. Right. Um, I thought these were some good different uh, um, alternatives. What do you think of these mm-hmm. guys? Why don't you... Um, well, after all of them, I was trying to figure out which one I used the most. Yeah, and or would I, you use if you haven't used them? Yeah, actually, even the, the blackstrap molasses is a really good one. Um, of course, honey, because it's, you know, it's antiviral, it has anti-inflammatory compounds, it's antioxidant. Um, but you just have to be careful with them. Yeah. With the, with the consumption. With the, with the amount. Right, right. Um, so we had, so of the different alternatives that there are out there, um, we had maple syrup, we had honey, date sugar, coconut sugar, and blackstrap molasses. And I actually learned some interesting stuff about maple syrup. So basically, if you use maple syrup as a replacement for sugar, you only need about three-fourths of the amount that you would need if it, if it were sugar. Mm-hmm. So you're already going to get a little bit less. Right. I didn't know that if it, was, if it were lighter versus darker, mm-hmm. um, it means it's early in the season, it's getting, the tree is getting tapped early in the season if it's a lighter maple syrup, versus right. if it's darker, it's going to be a little bit later, and the darker is a little bit more antioxidant-rich. Right, I didn't know that either. Yeah, so it, the cool part about some of these sweeteners is that you get these antioxidants out of them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the honey, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, antiviral. Same thing with date sugar. You have coconut sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know the benefits of, you know, coconut oil and what have you. Right. And the blackstrap molasses, I've never had blackstrap molasses. Have you ever had it before? I had it, but not by itself. Um, yeah. I usually I added a, a, just a little bit to some uh, warm water, just kind of let it dilute uh, dilute a little bit, yeah. um, and just drink it that way. Okay, uh, nice. Not too bad. Just same way we do apple cider vinegar. Yeah, okay. Um, just to kind of get the nutrients from it, but not have too much of it. Yeah, and then I, and I guess it's so strong in terms of its sweetness that you only need a very little to very make something little. sweet. Right. So a good alternative. I've actually been trying um, this monk fruit sweetener. Really? How is yeah. that? Because it's. This company that's called Lakanto, they sent me these chocolates. Uh-huh. And these chocolates are, it's like having regular chocolate. And they're vegan and they're gluten free and all uh-huh. the good stuff. And they're using monk fruit as a sweetener. And so now I have this like hmm. kind of monk fruit sugar mm-hmm. that I haven't tried yet. But, you know, obviously the chocolate bars are sweet. Right. <laughs> that's what I went for first. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be pretty good. How does it taste? It, it, just normal sweet. It's like just, a normal sweet? Yeah. Does and, it have a distinct? No, some of them have like an aftertaste right, or something. Right. Yeah, nothing distinct. And we know that monk fruit's really high in antioxidants and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I, I think it might be a viable alternative. Hmm. So have you tried anything new that's not on this list? Um, no, actually not. Um, usually I'm, I kind of stay away from all 
sweetness in itself. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of, you know, stay away from the, the carb intake of it. Um, but the blackstrap molasses is just one I've tried in the past. And, of course, honey usually mixed a little bit with tea sometimes. Yeah. yeah. For me, as I'm trying to cook more now. Mm -hmm. And so, and you do want some sugar in some things. But right. then you're like, I don't want sugar. You know, I want. Right, right. So what's the best alternative? So this has been a great list. Mm -hmm. um, if you guys out there have any other alternatives that you guys use, um, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can tweet us. Uh, leave comments on the YouTube video. Um, and certainly just get to us any way you can because we'll be happy to answer your questions and find out what you guys use. Um, and then now we have the big soy debate. Oh, yeah. So this is, soy is so controversial, especially when I went vegan. Always. Everyone was like, but are you having soy? Are you having soy? Right. And so finally I said, you know what, I really need to dig into this. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually, for a while in D.C., I was working near the soy lobby. Okay. And I was kind of hearing them, and their job is to make sure it's all positive. Right. And so I was actually hearing them trying to hide some studies that, that were not favorable to soy. Mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of gave me you know, a bad taste in my mouth, if you will, mm -hmm. um, about it. But now I've done some research, and I don't think it's that bad. Really? Yeah. Okay, because, you know, with the, you know, from the information I saw, you know, with you, I know, you know, you've, you train hard, and um, obviously you competed. Did you compete with in taking soy during that time? I, well, not the entire time, but for uh -huh. some of that time. And so what's the big thing that, when you hear soy, what do you think of? What's the Estrogen. first thing? Exactly. Same thing here. Exactly. It's, it's estrogenic, right? Right, right. And so, but then I was like, wait, what does that really mean? Uh -huh. And then I was hearing some, you know, things about maybe it's organic versus natural. Right. But, so it's a phytoestrogen. Okay. And a phytoestrogen is plant estrogen, Correct. not human estrogen. Mm -hmm. And so what was happening is they had a couple studies, I want to say it was like the 70s, where they did some animal studies and they were, they were finding right, that the right. animals, or like a couple of farm animals, had high estrogen levels, were having trouble with fertility. Mm -hmm. I think it was one particular study with sheep and then one with rats. Mm hmm but there's been no, the studies in humans haven't shown any Anything. estrogenic levels at all. Right. Um, and then, then the shift went to whether it was helping cancer or not helping cancer. Mm -hmm. And there's been so much evidence that it actually decreases cancer, right. um, the rates of cancer. And even the concern about breast cancer, it seems like in the most recent study in 2017, mm -hmm. it's gotten rid of that concern as well. Right. So what, what are your views now on soy? You know, honestly, after reading the article, and um, about a couple of months ago, I started to try a um, soy... Um, like replacement like vegan sausage yeah and i started to add some of the substitute that you know instead of some of my you know meat servings throughout the day because i still love my turkey chicken yeah. um but i just try to do a little bit less animal protein yeah. and it's amazing yeah you haven't had any not growing breast no so i'm like you know it it seems you know from the articles and reading it 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 makes sense. Yeah, and that was the most surprising thing to me is that since it's been studied since, like, what, the 50s, 60s, that there's actually been no human study that showed it would be right. estrogenic. The right. way people talk about it, you would just assume that clearly bad. someone... Exactly. And, and that's a, I think that's an, an issue in the fitness industry in general. Mm -hmm. We all spout these, like, facts. And say and one then, thing. Exactly. And, and it's wildfire. Exactly. Right. Right. And to some degree, everyone at some point is a newbie in the industry, so you hear something, you take it, oh, it must be true, because everyone else is talking about exactly. it. Exactly. And so I, I really like this study as a vegan because I was like, you know what? <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can put soy back on the map. Exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to get into what um, you're working on these days. Oh, um, man, just been busy, um, you know, training um, a lot of my clients, you know, as poly season and, you know, working with, you know, um, you know, all my clients in the entertainment industry and, of course, the um, uh, the girls that's competing for Miss California and oh, nice. up upcoming the Miss USA pageant. Um, 
and I'm actually working on uh, re revamping my website so okay. I can provide some more insight to people. So if they want, if they can't train with me directly, yeah. I'm breaking down different programs, uh, four week, eight week, and twelve week programs. Um, that makes makes it real specific to them, so it's just not that something general yeah. that they just you know follow and it really doesn't meet their goals or you know the muscle imbalances they may have. So I'm just trying to make it a little bit more specific and um, just to kind of help people not only look better but uh, move better and be more functional at the same time. And do you have like a like a philosophy or like a principle that you kind of yeah, well, just over the years of training, training for 13 years and, you know, dealing with all different types of clients um, from senior citizens to athletes and everything in between and, you know, just from, you know, the knowledge I've learned in school and then through, um, you know, National Academy of Sports Medicine, NASM, um, just try to really be more specific to the body and just make sure that the clients are not only uh, reaching their goal but not getting injured at the same time. So, so. What's the process for you now? So I come in, maybe I have 30 pounds to lose. Uh-huh. Um, I can pick a four-week or a six-week or 12-week program? Uh-huh. Four-week, eight-week, or 12-week oh, program four- online. Uh-huh. And then how do you, how do you uh, like when you do stuff online, because I'm always skeptical if it's online, right? Like right, right. How do I actually get motivated? How do I actually do the work? Mm-hmm. You know, How hands-on are you? All over the place. Yeah. You know, even with all my clients, I'm texting, I'm calling, I'm emailing. Um, and, but with the online, what I'm having them do is um, actually sending me a, a video assessment okay, so I can cool. actually see how their body is moving directly yeah. um, and then making a, the workout based off of what I see. Okay. And then weekly check-ins, things like that, to make sure that they're actually making a little bit progress. Yeah. And then if we need to tweak something in throughout the workout, we'll tweak it. Um, but just trying to do as much as I can to make sure people are living a healthier lifestyle. Nice. I think that's interesting because I, I know for, that actually might be something I could do my for my mindset. Because right. I've had trainers that have been training me, uh-huh. and they're telling you to do And sometimes you just don't gel well with the trainer. Correct. Or sometimes they're going so hard, and you're like, but you're not really that in shape. And so, <laughs> that's one of my pet peeves. Yeah, I'm like, how are you motivating me to do something I don't think you can like, actually can you do? do yeah. Like, I want you to join me down here. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so I actually think, at least with that kind of training, I, I, that gets uh, me out of my head a little bit with right, some of that right, kind of right. stuff. <laughs> and like most people just need a game plan. Um, yeah. You know, it depends. Like every point is different. Someone may love an online program. Some people need the face-to-face. Yeah. yeah I, I think just today is you have to really find um, what fits you. Yeah. And what comes with nutrition and being vegan or, you know, non-vegan. or You have to kind of figure out what works for your body and then stick to it. Yeah. And not just be like, it's only one road to get to your goal. There's different routes you can take as long as you get to your goal. Yeah. And did you ever do on, like, were you ever online trained or had, like, a distance? Have you ever done distance training as for, a... For me directly? Yeah, as a trainee, I guess. Uh, not for myself, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Not for myself. I haven't um, had that, but, um, you know, but for clients that I have worked with, you know, they've reached out to me and I've been able to help them even, you know, from miles away. And what do you? what would you say um, for those clients... What's the one thing or the one most effective tool in their toolbox that can help them get through, like, a program like that? Honestly, it, you have to really search yourself and, you know, see how important it is to you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the that's one thing. The mindset has to be in place and how important um, your life and you getting to your goal is. Once you've turned that switch on, that's the hard part. Yeah. Because your body can't move until your mind tells it to. Oh, wow. 
That that that's a good place to stop. <laughs> I like that. Your mind cannot move. Your body cannot move until your mind tells it what to do. Exactly. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Um, thank you. Where can they find you on um, the website? At, at get, oh, my website is www.getfitbyrob.com, and my social media is at getfitbyrob. Cool. Well, I thank you for joining me. Thank uh, you for having me. This I really was appreciate awesome. It. Uh, Fallon is appreciative. We're so glad you were able to I come. I just in. hope everyone knows that you know she, Fallon will be back. You yeah. know, I'm not replacing. Her. <laughs> she, yeah, she's having a good birthday. That Absolutely. birthday food. Hopefully, she'll do some two days when she gets back. We'll, we'll set her up right. <laughs> Definitely, we will. Uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, feel free to tweet at us. Give us five stars on iTunes. Um, you guys can find me. My name is Shaka Smith. Uh, find me at Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And again, where can they find you one more time? Rob Thompson at Get Fit by Rob. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.